Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back, and as always, thanks for listening. Goals. Goals is a pretty huge topic. Short-term goals, long-term goals, life goals, spiritual goals. Spiritual goals? Do you have spiritual goals? And, by the way, there are a few rules on goals, and spiritual goals aren't any exception. The broader and more fuzzy the goal is, the the probably the least chance you're actually going to uh, achieve it. Goals, by their very nature, need to be quantifiable. In other words, you need to know when you've done them. That's why it's not too silly to break goals down into little bitty chunks. And by the way, I totally believe in the law of compounding, which means that if you do little things over time, it adds up into big things and can add up quickly. A penny compounded daily can quickly turn into a million dollars. So, what is it about spiritual goals? Let's look for a second at David. David, in spite of all of the issues he had, was pretty focused on trying to make God happy and keep God happy. In Psalm 19, that is a psalm of David. In verse, starting in verse 12, David has this to say. He says, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let not let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Now, in the English English Standard Version, which is a little more modern, it says it this way, starting in verse 12. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That is David's focus. Now, how do you go about doing that? I'm going to suggest to you that you break down 
and make measurable accounts of what you do for your spiritual goals. And that little by little, hold yourself accountable. Yourself accountable because God will be watching. Hold yourself accountable, measure by measure, a little bit at a time, to grow things. For example, maybe this month, um, you have one verse in mind that you're going to memorize. Now, if you memorize one verse uh, a month, you got 12 verses. If you memorize one verse a week, you got 52. Or is it 57? Maybe 57. Anyway, the situation is, is you get the point. What if you read a chapter? Maybe one chapter this week. Maybe one chapter this day. One chapter a day, with maybe the exception of Psalm 119, which is a long chapter, but it is divided up. So, so when you take um, prayer, you know, your prayer Bible study, and outreach, make yourself tangible goals. For example, and this is just an example, just a thought process. I'm going to mention, you know, for outreach, I'm going to mention Jesus, the name Jesus, in front of somebody who is a stranger to me in a positive way. I will mention Jesus' name in a positive way to one stranger a day. Then maybe next month, I will mention Jesus' name to a stranger and ask their opinion about who they think Jesus is. Then, maybe the next month, you would add that you're going to mention Jesus in a positive way, you're going to ask their opinion on who they think Jesus is and what happens after we die. You know, hey, if you happen to get COVID, you know, heaven forbid you get COVID and it just does you. What do you think happens next? You know? So, reading one chapter a day, that can add up quickly. Then it may be, hey, I'm going to read one book of the Bible a day. Hmm. But again, the deal is, is you can start small. You can start small. If the chapter divisions in the Bible give you issues, then do this. The Bible you're used to looking at, that you're reading, do two pages. You know, divide up the number of pages that have biblical text on them. Start Genesis 1-1, all the way into Revelation, get the pages, get the number of those pages, and then divide it up. And just read that every day. You, you can do that. The main thing is this. 
God expects us to advance, to get mature. Writer Hebrews was absolutely incredulous. I mean, he's just, just confused beyond words as to why the people he was writing the book to weren't more mature. He said, you ought to be teachers by now. And you still have to use the, the milk of the word. So that means, guess what? We're supposed to be maturing. It's supposed to be happening. But you know what won't happen? It won't happen if you don't set goals. They say that on goals, and this is just in general with goals, I think the quote was something of that if you write your goals down and you look at them every day, you're 50% more apt to achieve them than if you don't. Maybe even higher than that, but I think it was 50%. Now, can you use this, these principles on any goal? Yeah, sure you can. But here's the thing. Spiritual goals, that's what takes you into the next life. It helps you here and takes you there. So you get a double whammy. You get, you get two benefits for one um, nobody said it'd be easy by the way I don't remember the word easy being mentioned in the Bible a whole lot about anything but the main thing is this spiritual goals let me go back to the Psalm 19 where David, who was really focused on the Lord, okay? One of his spiritual goals, obviously right here, is this. He wants to be kept from presumptuous sin so that they didn't rule over him. In other words, he didn't want to screw up in the sin department every blooming day. And he wanted to be innocent of great transgressions against God. So those are two goals. But then, to put the capstone on it, it's this. He actually gives you a hint as to how he's going to achieve those goals. And that's in verse uh, 14, Psalm 19:14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. If you can control what you're saying and control what you're thinking in a positive way toward God, then you will get those goals going. I mean, absolutely. I'm convinced of it. He said, look, I want, I, want, I want what goes through my head and what comes out of my mouth to be something that would make God absolutely happy. If you want to make those two goals your capstone, I mean, the top, you reach that and you're going to make strides with, the, with Jesus you never even dreamed of. So, 
with that in mind, I want to encourage you to make those goals and keep on speaking it up. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth.